The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrell. Welcome to OAA Now here on Sammy Terrell, blog of the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Tamiya's on OAA Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and those watching on OAA Neighborhood Television. We got him in here this week. Yep, here, here back again. Uh, today it's a Wednesday. It is. We had the studio painted, so we're a little uh, tardy on getting our updates around the OAA, Sammy. But we have a guest, eh? We do. We have um from Berkeley, Coach Sean Shields. Um, Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, boys, how you guys doing? I'm doing good. Ian, doing good. I'm too? doing well. Uh, we're waiting for that announcement. So supposedly, uh, like we said, this is what the second of September, and yeah. we're waiting for the. Uh, uh, Whitmer to say something, hopefully in our favor. Yeah, yeah. Two thirty today. I know we're all waiting with bated breath. I know. Um, but speaking of that, um, let's talk about the um, your football team, the Berkeley Bears. Of course, um, you of course taking over um, for for Billy Keenis, of course, who um, was there at the believe believe for one year at um at at, at the, before taking the Troy Athens job. Um, you take over. You were you were the JV coach under then coach Chris Sequoia. So. Um, when you look at the direct the um the transition, how's that transition been going for you? Um, well, you know, the the first year coming in there, um, I was excited because I got to coach my boys again that uh I had, you know, coached uh as freshmen and sophomores. Um, you know, but it I was a late hire, it was rough. Um, you know, I <laughs> I was our DC, our O C and our special teams coordinator because most of the guys Jeez. I had yeah, it was uh, with being a late hire. Most of the guys were that I had picked out to be our OC were already on staffs and didn't want to decommit, which completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but the kids they fought. I love all of them. A couple of our boys went on to play at the next level, and and I will never regret having that experience of getting back to coach some of those guys. Got to coach them their freshman year and their senior year. Um, you know, last year we came in, um, kind of tried, my, my eyes got a little too big for me scheduling when Brandon and Notre Dame thought we had taken, you know, the next step up. That was a schedule. I was really high in you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I, I'm one of those guys that, uh, really looks forward to his challenge and, and want to challenge our kids. And, you know, it just, it came into one of those things. I didn't really look at the depth. I looked at our starters and didn't see what would happen if we wound up having injuries and sure as luck, you know, we lose Hunter Keesling and he played like three games last year as our starting quarterback. And, you know, he's on, he's going on to play at Kalamazoo next year. Uh, we lost our starting tight end who was also our starting outside linebacker. Um, who's going to kick at, at hope next year. Um, and then we, we lost probably our biggest offensive weapon in Liam Saris, who's back this year, thankfully. He had groin tendonitis, and we lost our number one receiver. And I just handed our new offensive coordinator a, a band of misfit toys after our <laughs> starters got hurt. And we're going up against Ortonville, Brandon, and Notre Dame prep. So, you know, it's, it was, it's a learning lesson. So um, Talk about, of course, you do lose a big-time player as well, and Justin Antigone, of course, he was a um, – you. We talked last year about him being a um, Division One recruit. Um, how is the um, how's that impact going to be for you guys, especially on that lineup front? 
Well, the nice thing for us is, um, you know, losing, losing a kid, the caliber of Justin, you know, he's going to play at Brown next year. Not only is he a tremendous athlete, he is, you know, I, I nicknamed Sheldon Cooper because the kid is smarter than anything. Um, you know, but for us this year being year three, um, we're looking at a 40 man varsity roster this year. So that, that depth issue that, uh, I've had to talk to you about the past two years, that's not something that we're really concerned about this year. You know, last year we, you know, we finished against Troy with about 23 kids on the the varsity roster at the end of the year. You know, my two starting safeties were both first year seniors. Um, (laughs) you know, the, the, Kids like Justin Hunter, uh, Sean Smike, um, and Zach Ebhart. Those were four my only four seniors last year that had played all four years of varsity football, Goodness. or all four years in the program. Goodness. So yeah, and you know, last last year I had my varsity staff telling me, you know, hey, let's bring up the JV boys and try to make this roster something. And I just looked at it as us having three levels and letting the JV kids get experience and everything. And now we're hoping to see, you know, the fruits of that, of having such a big, big roster for us and depth this year that, you know, if we have a, a our, our, our stud O-lineman this year, Cody Wrigley, go down, we actually have someone to plug in place for him, you know, as opposed to Justin Adegane, who had to play offense, defense, and special teams last year. Um, of course, talk about let's talk about now your rivalries. Of course, now you have the curb trophy. Now you 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 said that you're going to change that rival in that rivalry with Royal Oak. Now talk about that rivalry with Royal Oak and your other rivalry, of course, with Ferndale. Um, those are two big rivalries that a lot of Berkeley fans and the Bear Pack they get up for. So talk about those two rivalries in your opinion, in your own words. Well, uh, one with with Ferndale, um, you know. Coach Royal and I talk from time to time. I've got a lot of respect for Eric. Uh, great guy. Um, you know, the final scores didn't show that great the past two years, but we've had some battles with them. Last year, um, we took them. It was 6 nothing with about halfway through the fourth quarter. You know, they, they had the ball inside of our 50 in the first half. Um, I think four or five possessions, and they came away with six points. And – it's it's fun and the battles are fun that you know the those close games that they can get with the rivalries the kids get up for it you know when the season got canceled i and you know we knew ferndale had canceled their season i that was one of the selling points i gave to the kids i'm like hey you know what now we get a few more months to to have ferndale come into our house and get a win against them and they were excited you know they the, the ferndale game is a big one for us um Royal Oak is, you know, uh, not just for the kids, but for me personally is, is a huge rivalry. Um, before I transferred to Bishop Foley in high school, I was a Royal Oak Dondero kid for a year and a half. Um, Ray McMahon, the head coach over there was one of the teachers in the building. So I've known Ray since I was 14, 15 years old. Um, you know, a couple of my guys on my staff have coached over there. So, the rivalry between the kids, the coaches with Royal Oak, it is, it's something we all look forward to. Um, you know, we've, we've come on the short end back, back to back years. We're hoping I watched that, that game year. last year very carefully, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, as, as a, as the DC of the program, you know, I, I like to hang my hat on us playing tough, strong defensive football. 
but you know, you can't play three quarters of defense and expect to win a game. That's you true. know, it, it, you can't, the kids are tired, especially with the numbers we had last year. And, you know, we, we have to be better on both sides of the ball in order to beat Royal Oak. And I know the, the juniors and seniors this year, they are chomping at the bit for that game, whether it's in two weeks or, you know, four or five months. Um, that's, that's when we always got circled and, and the kids, the fans, the social media stuff between the two, the <laughs> Raven's nest and bear packets. It's, yep. it's fun. And, it, and it's what I love about high school football. Um, talk about the, um, when you look at the state of your team, of course, a lot of inexperience last year. Now you got some experience coming back. Um, your quarterback situation, um, I was really impressed with your quarterback a year ago. Um, your backup quarterback, um, not Hunter, but, um, talk about how Uh, he's going to be this upcoming season. So right now, um, we actually have a two way race. Um, it's, it's between, uh, Zach Maurice and, uh, Ian Dumslowski. Um, you know, Ian brings more of, uh, you know, the athleticism and can freestyle a little bit if things break down on him. Um, Zach is a straight technician. Um, they both have, have, you know, their arms have gotten better. I've, I've watched their ball. The, throwing the deep ball is beautiful. Um, you know, throwing to a kid like Liam Saris should be, should be easy enough. But, um, you know, it's – with this, I mean, if we don't get to play until March, the battle will continue. And the nice thing is if, if something happens to one, we have another one that we have all the confidence in the world in to step in and play strong. Um, Ian's going to be a senior this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten his stuff out to coaches and, you know, giving them the ATH F, you know, for colleges and everything. Um, and, and Zach's a junior this year and, you know, we're just excited to see which one of the guys comes out with the job and can get our offense moving up and down the field and scoring some points. Last year with Ian, of course, and Domofsky, um, he played both sides. He played offense and defense. Are you expecting a lot out of him, uh, to play both sides this year? Um, no. So with the depth this year, again, it's been a nice, nice, beautiful thing to have. Whoever our starting quarterback is, that is that's their job. Um, okay. We have enough guys to play in the secondary that can roll in. Um, you know, Ian even played halfback for us last year too. Wow. Um, so if if Ian wins the job, he is he is going to be playing quarterback, and we are going to keep him nice and healthy and upright. Um, you know, same thing for Zach. If if he winds up taking the job. Um, then, uh, you know, we can use Ian in the backfield at times and he's most likely going to find his way into my secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, the depth that we have that that's, it's nice that we can actually have quarterbacks sit down on, on defense and, and get with our OC. Um, talk about the impact that Chris has brought, you know, to your, um, coaching style of course you were his JV coach. Um, of course you remember the year I remember the year that Berkeley had that special run back in 2016. Um, talk about you know the impact that Coach Chris Sequoia has had on you. Um, so I love Chris. You know, um, he gave me my first shot at, at coaching in high school. Um, you know, I played college ball, uh, went to the military and everything. I came home. I was like, you know what, I want to start coaching. So I started coaching youth ball, and I reached out to Chris after a couple of years of that. And, um, you know, he showed me how to organize and run a program, you know, the X's and O's, we always differ. Coaches have different mindsets on different things. 
but the thing that is invaluable from what what Chris taught me is the management side side of the ball. And I talked I this morning he and I were texting each other. Um, you know, on my drive to work and, you know, I, I can't thank that guy enough for the things that he's taught me and he continues to talk to me about and give me guidance. You know, I was there, my first year was that 2016 year, um, you know, and getting to see the success and everything. And that's what I want to, want to build back up and get our, when we're allowed to have our stands packed again, kids, the enthusiasm, the community, you know, for homecoming games, I love the fact that people have to block or park seven <laughs> blocks away and have to walk to the stadium. You know, I want to get back to that for Berkeley yeah. football and and trying to use some of the things Chris showed me and taught me. You know, hopefully we can get there. Talk about playing at Hurley, um, Hurley Field, of course, Hurley Field and a Berkeley High School. Um, not really connected to each other, but um, but how is that? How has that been with the um, with the kids, you know, playing at Hurley Field? Uh, the kids love it. Um, you know, we get uh, every home game. Uh, we have the tradition of we walk two by two from the high school focus locked in. It's like a little mini bus trip to our to our own home field. But the kids get to be present in the community, have their helmets on, jerseys rolling. You know, we get people honking at the kids as as we go down to the stadium from the field or from the high school. Um, you know, and and on the nights that, you know, we're fortunate to come out with a W you can hear the kids yelling and screaming and going crazy on their way back to the school. And it's a great feeling to have, um, you know, it's it, trying to make the best that we can out of the situation and build traditions. And, and that walk that we have as a staff and with our players, it, it, it's something nice to bond with. It's a great visual too, for the community, you know, and the younger kids seeing that, right. I mean, well, the visual alone, I can just see it in my head going, yeah, that, that would be cool to see. And it, and it is, and it's, it's awesome, you know, and we're working real closely with our youth program now uh, in the city of the Steelers. And we both share the same home field. Uh, you know, the GM of, of the youth organization and I got together this year. They're now practicing at our practice field after we get done trying to build that community yep. and camaraderie and, and, you know, getting to see those kids in their little Steeler jerseys, you know, <laughs> you know, walking next to my guys on the way to the game yeah. or I'm seeing them through the community. It's, it's a, it's a great thing to have, you know? And like I said, will we love to be able to be next, have the field next to the school? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, try to take positives out of uh, what we have. Talk about the division you're in. Of course, the um, blue, um, of course, last year North Farmington and Far yeah North Farmington and Farmington in there. Now you have now you bring in Troy, um Rochester and Troy Athens. Um, talk about that blue division a little bit. You know well, about what impact it's going to bring. Well, I I think with any of the OAA leagues, you know, or divisions in the league, um, you know, it's a tough fight for everybody. Um, you know we. <laughs> we're going to compete and our, our goal every single year is to, to win the blue. I think the last time Berkeley won a league title in football was 89 or 90. Um, you know, and we get to keep the rivalries in there with us and Ferndale being in there. Um, you know, I been watching film on Rochester, Athens and, and, uh, Bloomfield and, you know, they're, they're good teams. They're, got a lot of kids that there's a reason they were in divisions higher but i do feel that them coming down to us is going to make the division stronger and 
it does balance things out competitively a little bit for us. You know, after Harrison shut down Farmington and North Farmington, uh, they needed to go up. And, uh, you know, I, I think in the, the fairness of competitive balance, you know, we all want to compete and we all want to, you know, be able to win and everything. But I think the most important thing is that we have close competitive games that shows that our league is the top in the state from top to bottom and bringing those schools into, into the blue, I think does that. And it gives them some support because, you know, they, I, you know, it's been a couple of years that a couple of those schools have, have had it rough up there and, and we're ready to roll and compete with those guys. Um, talk about the, um, you made a change this year in uniforms, of course. Um, now you're going back to the um, dark blue helmet. Um, last season, of course, last few years you've worn white, white helmets. So talk about the changes in the uniforms. Uh, so uniforms, uh, which I know is your, your big selling point. There, Sammy. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> That's the second week. So the, uh, the second week we've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to know, you know, you know, <laughs> well, so, um, last year, uh, as you know, and, uh, you know, I follow you, Sam, and you, you love the, the Jersey changes. Oh, I absolutely um, loved it. <laughs> oh man. Which, you know, I came in year one and, um, you know, the previous regime had given away jerseys and had planned to replace them, but they wound up leaving before that happened. So oh, we boy. had to beg former players, and this is where it came in useful that I coached some of these guys, to bring jerseys back to us and tell them, like, hey, we'll give you your jerseys back after the season. And wow. the love and support we got from the guys that had graduated had been given jerseys. They took them out of their shadow boxes, gave them back to the program, and we gave them back at the end of the year. You know that that showed me that you know that those kids appreciate and that we and and still have a love for the program. Um, you know, so we had a jersey issue after the first year. <laughs> yeah, um, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and thankfully for our boosters, they you know they split half the cost with us, and we were able to get the jerseys. Parents and and kids were asking for maroon and everything else so we went with the maroon jerseys and the white jerseys because you have to have them and and everyone loves them and they're, they're happy to have them the white helmets were again before i got there mm-hmm. um the the blues were there when chris was running the program and i loved them um you know so this year we we tried to make the final piece added to it and go back to the uh the blue helmets um you know um, I'm a big guy for letting the kids have some say in the program because I don't play the games, right? It's not my team. It's their team. Yep. And uh, this year gave them a few decal options that they want to do. We're doing away with the old English B that we had on the side. Um, and now we're going with, um, I believe it was Baylor had something like this where there's some claw marks coming out of the helmets. And oh, I'm a cool. big believer with the kids of, you know, look good, feel good, play good. No so, kidding. you know. Let, let them let them have it, and and we're hoping that it'll pop on the field whenever we get out there. That I I personally, whatever design you have, I'm probably gonna call it probably the best design in the state. That's love awesome. it, love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> one, one final thought before I let you go, um, Coach Sean, Coach Shields. Um, well, if you had to say anything, how are your kids doing? How are your kids doing? Um. Over trying to overcome the situation, and um, what would you say to the um, OA nation about um, about everything going on? Um, uh, the kids at Berkeley, you know, they're dealing with it the best they can. Uh, 
I've got kids texting me, telling me and showing me the work that they're still putting in and you know, they miss it. This is, this is something that's, it's, you know, messing with their routine and messing with something they love. You know, you don't play football because you like, it. you play football because you love it. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're miss There's a big hole in their heart on this one right now. Um, and for the coaches too, my staff, you know, we're, we're, those of us that that have significant others you know we like to call those people to fall widows well now they get time with us and we don't know what to do with it so (laughs) um you know it's 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 encouraging to see the kids my kids are still working and they're putting into it we got like i said we have practice tonight um we're trying to do it you know with the 16 days that they're giving us we're doing a practice every wednesday and friday nights we're doing a full-on team flag football game every Friday, trying to get parents to come and support and try to give the kids some normalcy, right? To to, to keep them occupied and and give them a feeling of fall football for them. You know, like I said, we'll see at 2.30 what happens today with the announcement, but um, proud of my kids and for the rest of the teams in the OAA, you know, I I have all the faith in the world of all the other coaches in the league and that they're going to take care of the kids and, and that, you know, they're doing the right things for them. And whether it's in two weeks or four months, five months, you know, we'll be back out there competing and getting after it and just everyone keep their head up and, and keep pushing and focus on the things that we can control. Berkeley coach Sean Shields, and thank you for joining us this week here on the podcast here. Um, um, say hi to Coach Joe Thermal for me at Berkeley. Absolutely. Um, okay, thank you really much, I'm Coach. Yep, Take thanks, care. Coach. Thanks, boys. You guys have a great day. Stay safe. You, you too. too. Thanks. Thank you. Another stellar interview by another stellar coach in the OAA. Of course. Right? I mean, of course. it's uh, – I can't say this enough. I said it last week. I'm ready to suit up for that guy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, you are. It's, uh, it's just, you know, hearing these coaches talk about their kids and, you know, there's love there, the concern. Uh, it is a family. Right, Sam? I yeah, mean, football is a family. You, you know are what a I mean? family. It is. I mean, like, you know, and I noticed that when I played. Um, it is a family atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, and, of course, with Berkeley, of course, um, you know, when I when we talked Berkeley last year, you know what I mean? I thought my thought, I thought, you know, they would um turn the corner yeah, a little yeah. bit. But I was, you know, a little well, disappointed. But, but, but it. it you know, there's the rest of the story, as they say, right? That's you, true. you get the inside scoop from coach and the injuries. Like, we've heard this at many media day that, that we've done over the uh, last, what, five years or so? Right. That uh, the numbers, you know, in some schools, it's the numbers are going down. Right. Those who are coming out are, like you said, you love it, you love it. And those guys that love it are coming out. Mm-hmm. But to have them say, or have coach say today, his numbers at where they're at are going that's, up. That's great. That's great. That's I mean, that's great. Huge, especially when you have three programs, that tells me program strength is yeah. going on the rise over there. And Absolutely. that's good. You know yeah. what I mean? That's huge. When you look at building a program, obviously program strength yeah. is the hugest thing you have to have in a program. Absolutely. And him talking about the injuries and you go, oh man, you know, and in, in in football, you know, injuries are going to happen. Mm-hmm. They happen. They happen. And, they happen. And how do you work do you, through those injuries? It's hard. I'll tell you that much right now. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. So when you look at um, of course um, 
when you look at, of course, the news has made this everything recently. Of course, yeah. the, um, MHA. You probably heard about this possible reversal. So, what a week, right? Yeah, it's I mean, been a heck of a week. We had uh, the director of the MHSAA Mark going Gill. off on the radio, Mark complaining. Gill. Right, yep. he threw it in the into the uh, the governor's hands, so to speak. Yeah. And said, hey, executive order 160 is the culprit for keeping us from doing what we need. And then, boy, things kind of started moving. What was it, last Friday? It Thursday, started, Friday? We had that protest in Lansing. I mean, like, my goodness. And, you know, what, what did I watch the other day? I watched high school football out of, was it Indiana and Indiana, Ohio? Indiana, Ohio. They were, they, were, they were successful. They played. And, um, you know, I'm all for caution. But also reevaluation, right? So if if we're looking at other states that are in a similar boat to Michigan, right? Let's say Ohio Mm -hmm. or Indiana. Michigan's in better shape than both those two states. Which I I always thought, right? Mm -hmm. You hear the positive news coming out of Washington from the governor saying, Mm -hmm. hey, we're doing what we're doing and things are Mm -hmm. working. Said, why can't you reevaluate? And if you're looking at Ohio, and what did you say before we went on the air? Said, how many cases of these kids after those games? Zero. Zero. Right? So at least, you know. They're finding that if you're safe and you continue play. to be safe, you can play. You can play. I mean, like, and that's the thing. You know what I mean? And I really think that um, you're seeing it. You know what I mean? You're seeing it from, you know, and Michigan has had a history of finding what Ohio and Indiana does. Mm. And it left me stunned, you know what I mean, that, you know, that Ohio and Indiana were going – to um that they decided to play football and you know on a shortened schedule. Now, if let's say if the governor decides, you know, okay, you can play football, but now you're going to have to deal with probably two weeks. Uh, let's say if, if, if yeah. football gets going, you're going to get two weeks basically to prepare, and you're going to likely play like maybe a six or seven game league schedule. You know what I mean? Then yeah. it includes playoffs. So which. Which you can get it in. You can get it in. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've played in televised snowballs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> right. You can do it. Yeah. And I mean, but now, but now comes you know in a league like the OAA. Um, you look at a league like the OAA, and you're saying, okay, you're it's a six six, yeah, nine, yeah. but two teams have not are not going to play. Um, Southfield A and T. Right? No, Pontiac. Oh, Pontiac, Pontiac has announced. Pontiac announced um last week after we went off the air last okay. week well, that, that they were going to cancel. There's this. our. Uh, there's your breaking, breaking news. news. Story. I don't even know if I have a button for that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Breaking news. Breaking, it's been a while since yeah, we had breaking news. Yeah, Pontiac's going to postpone their season. Um, now I don't know how this is going to impact. This will impact the league, certainly, of course, yeah. when it comes to other sports and football, including, but, you I know. thought A&M shut down all fall sports. A&T, you mean? Or A&T, sorry, No, they excuse did me. not. They, they were actually pulled. They were actually, like, talked out of it. Oh, okay. They were talked out well, of it. Well, that's good so news. That is good news okay, right there. Okay, because I, I um, thought they were. Um... Yeah, they were considering it. Okay, so that but, was. But um, they were pulled out. They okay, were great. So who's the other? And Ferndale. And Ferndale. A&T right. and Ferndale are the only two that I know are not playing this ball. Okay. Um, but if let's say if the governor does give the okay to, especially when you look at sports like volleyball, yeah, swim and dive, especially because those are your two indoor sports. Yeah. And then soccer, of course. If football's on, soccer's on. If football's on, soccer's on. 
because bottom line is, you know, and I think it comes down to trusting the medical, per trusting the, um, you got to trust the trainers. You know what I mean? You got to trust, you know, let's say if they're, um, you know, they're doing, they're going to be they're They are doing the coaches, the school districts are doing all the screenings, the temperature checks, you know what I mean? And yep. all that, you got to trust them. And there's nothing, I mean, that is all you can technically do at mm -hmm. this stage. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, if you have somebody that tests positive, it's what is what is the what contingency, is the protocol? what are protocol and that sort of thing. And I mean, what we saw with uh, was it Lake Orion cross country and some soccer. We had Seahol, we, we had at Adams, and, Clarkston. Yep, yep, and we saw those groups, those who had you know the, the schools Close contact. You yeah, know, the had... schools have done their contact tracing. They've done what they need to do, and they've um, uh, you know. Did the were the guys that had uh, you know who had tested positive? They sat out for the two weeks, right? And those who were around them sat out for two weeks, right? And then you come back again, you monitor. It's all safety. Then you come back in, you get back at it, right? right? And it, it all it comes down to a safety. You know, to me, it comes down to safety. I mean, when you look at, of course, the um, everything that's gone on. You know what I mean? Like the success that Ohio and Indiana is doing. You know, I think it's a well, huge how many weeks thing. are they in? Is it one or two? I think they're I, in. I know in Indiana, I think it's two weeks and in, in Ohio, one. One. Okay. So before we start going, hey, it's still only one week. Right. But if they have a successful second week, you know what I mean? Then yes. you yeah. got to really reevaluate yeah. because. And what did we hear too that the availability of a 15 minute test is now starting to be starting to a be little bit better? A little bit better. Right? Yep. And that, you know, I don't know how that would play into the high school game and high school sports, but I know on the collegiate level, that's huge. That's so huge for the collegiate imagine game. Imagine having your your football team roll up to the door, you take your test, 15 minutes later, boom, you're on the field, and you know. Yeah. Right? I, I think it could be done in the high school game. I really do. I mean, I really think it could be done And it's resources. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and how do you get those resources yeah. and how much? It's all about money. You know what I've been looking at, too, lately, too? Hmm. Girls, a little bit of girls golf lately. Been looking oh at yeah, that. we yeah. have to. That's all. That's the only game in town besides tennis. So I looked at um, of course the teams there. You have Adams, who's really going to be really good this year. Bloopy Hills, Troy. Um, I just saw the OA White meet. Um, but with Troy Athens, um, winning that. Okay. Um, so when I look at it's golf, good, good to have it's, some it's results. To have to some talk results about. to talk about <laughs> at least. Um, but but when I look at golf, a team to beat right now would be Adams. Um, okay. With the way that they're playing, cross country. Of course, I heard about uh, about the Aubrey um Demalio uh, from Seahome. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I heard her the results. Demalio, yes. So I apologize. Did they have a duel already, or are they just doing time? I think trials? they're doing times. You know, I, I was reading those times from Jared Purcell. Of course, okay. he he wants he's like wants to be a stack guru. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hey, so. everybody has goals. Oh yeah, everybody's got goals. So. <laughs> but the uh, with the cost country, we know here, um, at least here in Lake Orion, uh, the guys get off the line. The guys and girls teams get off the line on the ninth mm -hmm. for their first dual meet After here at Labor Lake Day. Orion against Oxford. That'll be very interesting. So uh, obviously, um, we have we're assuming time trials. Uh, each team runs individually, mm -hmm. and that does lengthen the the time of a meet by double yeah because but... you get varsity 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 jv jv, JV and so on um but as as long as they're running 
as it, long as we're the running deal. and they're see, and we're seeing <laughs> competition, it's a good deal. I'll hang around. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yes. I mean, you know, I think you know if everything's proven right now. To be honest with you, I think sports can be done safely, even though we've seen you know the success of the bubble. Um, in professional sports, yeah. um, we've seen the success, of course, in Indiana and Ohio. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and it's it's one of those things where you have so many moving parts. We talked about there's this so before. There's so many moving parts. So many kids. So many uh, different ways of doing things in your household, and you know, it, as long as the kids are safe and being smart about exposure, you know. Stay home. Do your workouts at home if you can. Wear your mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Wash your hands. It really comes down to wash your hands and wear a mask, and it can happen. Uh, we heard chancellors at different uh, universities say, "Wear your mask. Follow the rules, or we're all going home." Well, right. The thing and is, the thing is, you know, I think, I think the universities. You know what I mean? The universities are much more different than well, the high school. Oh, game. it is. It's, it's a, much more different. It because is because if you're in a high school setting, like let's say if you know, let's say if you have a lot of kids going online, starting off the year online, yeah. And you know, and you still have extracurriculars. That's an that's a small group. You know, yeah. it's it's much it's a small it's easier. Yeah, it's much smaller. Yeah, the kids, uh, like we said, uh, empty schools mm-hmm. and smaller safe, group, smaller group, safe practices. Get them in the gym. We yeah. just we just need uh, to hear that today, two thirty. I don't think the clock could move fast enough to get to 2.30 to get uh, some sort of I will answer. be on the road, you know what I mean? So you're going to have to keep me updated. I'll do my best. And, but the thing is, is I, when you hear, yeah, they're going to make an announcement, they're gonna, announcement you don't, we still don't know. We still don't know. Um, rumor has it that it may be good for gyms and pools. But who knows? I mean, the governor get up there and say, yeah, we talked about it, and we do all these great things, and then slam, nothing's changing. If I, there I is just... nothing that happens, <laughs> could you just imagine the backlash? Well, it's already happening. It's already happening. I mean, happening. the backlash Look is there, but Friday. I'm tired of the teasing. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, we were talking this morning, you know, pre-show chat, mm-hmm. and what did I say? It's like let's open it up and you know let it go, and uh, if everybody is following the rules and it's safe, then reevaluate. You know, weekly evaluate, you know, evaluate the thing. I mean, they're doing that in the schools as far as instruction goes. Mm-hmm. Every, what do they say, Every monthly, week, monthly and weekly, weekly we're evaluating, yeah. depending on the school district, of can kids come back into the schools? Can we do all these different things that are, like, normal again? Mm-hmm. And I don't see why that can't happen in the, I don't in see why that the venue can't of happen. sports. You know, I don't see why that can't happen because you look at, of course, a lot of these kids, the majority of these kids have followed the rules. They've followed the rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've they've basically, you know, <laughs> it's hard I know, to explain. I, I know. It's, it's one of those, like I said last year, it's so frustrating. You I know. know. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. And we want, we want we've been under this mm-hmm. umbrella or cloud or whatever you want to call it for so long. It's like, I'm. I'm ready for some normalcy here, man. Yeah, we want normalcy. I, and we, we want normalcy at safety. Don't get me wrong. But it, I think it's time to say, hey, why not? Let's, let's, why, why can't we? You know, at least high school gyms and things can be safe areas, I think. They're safe you areas, know, the, the, you know. The community gyms or something like that. I mean, maybe that's a whole different thing. And I think that's what the MHSAA is getting at, is that they say, evaluate the schools in a different 
Yeah, if I think the school's in a different avenue than the community gyms. You know, yeah. I think that's what um that's what gets me so irked is you know, it's the fact that the governor is evaluating everything as is it's the same. Not yeah. instead of like community and not and not um and not instead of the school thing. Yeah, it's because, not a uniform setup of how right. things are run. And and with the schools, you know, they have their own protocols. If I'm the governor, <laughs> trust these trust the trust these um school districts to basically let them handle their own protocols. Trust them. Yeah. Cuz cuz it looks like to me she's not trusting them. Well, uh, see, and I don't want to speak for anybody, you know, for the governor or whatever. It's I get a caution and precaution and safety. I get it. We're living under it. Where's my I got it right here. See? Got yeah. it right here. Showing the camera. Got it right yeah. here. You got yours. Yours yeah, is there. I got mine. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. And a lot of people, it's almost normal now to do this. You know, put your mask on, wash yeah, your hands. It's, it's used, yeah. uh, for, at least for me anyway. I've it's, gotten used to it. I'm I'm finding myself getting a pump or two of the hand sanitizer without even thinking about it. You just even here in the microphones, we're changing out the microphones for safety oh, and yeah. wiping down the gear and all this oh, stuff. Yeah. It can be done. It right? can be done. And Sports believe me, the done. ADs and the kids and the coaches and everybody. They've done an they, unbelievable job. They have, and they want to play so badly. Mm-hmm. They're not going to take this lightly. No. Right? So it's it separate the uh, high schools and the school from the gyms from the community gyms and things. Yes. Yeah, and evaluate them. them under their own. Yes. Under their own microscope yes. and say, hey, let's go. Yes. That's what, that's what <laughs> I've been saying for the last, I don't know. Four months. <laughs> <laughs> How long has this been? I know. I mean, you know. Yeah. And things change. I I, I hate the, the the idea that you know we're just sitting here going, you know, we're stuck under. Oh, these are this is this is the way it's going to be, and you're locked in, and there's mm-hmm. no movement either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to get a metric from our government. You know, from, I agree. from Lansing to say, I well, agree. what has to happen? To allow us to open certain mm-hmm. things, and this comes down the transparency issue. Well, it's that, or just make a decision and say, okay, uh, if it's science based, let's be science based, mm-hmm. right? And w- what, how many uh, infections a week, or do we need to get to to say, hey, we're good to go, or you know what I mean? But there are leagues that are have different counties. You know what I mean? When you look at the Saginaw Valley, you have like basically. You have Isabella County, yeah. you have Midland County, Bay County, Saginaw County, Genesee County, and Lapeer County, and w- then you will have it, in the will it happen have- on the county level and say, "Hey, county, evaluate the health departments on those co- the county levels." And so get, I mean, that's a lot of. I just want to play so bad. I'm trying to solve the problem here. I know with, it's hard on to a solve Wednesday it. with a cup of water. <laughs> I know it's hard to solve. I know, you know it but is. it's one of those things where it's like you're right. Each. Each uh, region is is unique in a way, mm-hmm. and you know some of the northern regions are not as affected. Right, and uh, southeast think, Michigan is a little, little more difficult. Well, and I think you know, and I, and I don't want to sound political here, but you should not do it by region. You need to do it by county because I think that um, if you do it by county, like what Pennsylvania did, you know what I mean. You probably get you probably it'll probably be a little bit more easier easier based on data. It'd probably be more easier. Yeah. You know, like let's in the OA, we just basically got one county, Oakland County. Yeah. You know, but when it looks at the other leagues, you know, when you look at, of course, the Ottawa Kent, that's a whole nightmare in its own right. Oh gosh, yeah. And then um, because they have they have teams in at least two to three two different regions, <laughs> and then of course the Saginaw Valley, they got three different regions. Yeah. Um, and then you look at 
And then, of course, you look at other conferences, you know, like, let's say if you're like in northern Michigan, like if you're in Alcona County, you still can't you still can't host a game right now. Yeah. And then you're in Alpena County, you can host it <laughs> because and, and to me, to me. I really think if but, they, if but they I would've... get, I get that, yeah. right? I mean, we, you and I both agree. I mean, we right. understand that, but it's right. it, when you have the regions and it locks you up, right? And that's and that's the thing. I mean, that's I the know. thing that really upsets me when when the, when Whitmer did the regions, um, especially in Northeast Lore, um, Alpena, you know, mm-hmm. Alpena, you know, those four counties, you know, um, the four counties, um, Alpena, Mount Moore, Alcona, Oscoda. Iosco and um, and um, Ogama, um, those are the four counties that should have been in a different region, and yeah. instead they were put in the Saginaw region, and you know, and, and they're locked down, and they're locked down. Yeah, and to me that's not right. I know it's <laughs> like listen to us try to affect public policy <laughs> <laughs> on OA now, right? Yeah, I mean, like I do, I still want to go into government though. I still do. You do? I love to go into government. You know? Oh boy! Imagine it. Imagine it. Oh, I can see it. I'd love to see one of your uh, fireside chats, Sammy. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I know it'd be passionate. Oh, yeah. And entertaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you look at, um, of course, we um, we talk golf. We talked um, a little bit of golf. We talked. Yeah. Um, I still believe if, 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 if the governor gives the okay, you know what I mean? I got a lot of stuff to talk about with volleyball preview. I mean, I've got that. I know, I've got, you got that a, done you, already. You got it lined up. Would you say how many pages of notes? Um, football, it's twenty-five pages. <laughs> volleyball, it's about maybe six. Okay, but, but the good thing is, you know, the interviews with the coaches, and we really appreciate the guys coming on every week. It's mm-hmm. it's a new feature to the podcast, which is fantastic, oh, yeah. and. You know, we didn't get to do media day, and so this is kind of a this prolonged is like the pro- media this day. This is kind of, you know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, I, and I think, you know, um, when they do have media day, you know, if they do media day next year, yeah. which I know they will, I think, um, I think we need to get our own table. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy. Well, you know, I mean, technically, with uh, some of the technology we have, we could bring Media Day live to everybody. I don't know if they live they do live stream it, don't yes, they? Yeah, they do live stream. Yeah. So, uh, but as far as the, you know, the podcast and things, obviously this is contained and we right. have control over it. And we can do uh, the call-ins, make it much easier mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to the video side of things. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's always fun to get out to Media Day, and you do a great job. And uh, I know the coaches appreciate it because, you know, if there's not a lot of coverage you know, on the high school side of things because this, our local newspapers are getting smaller and smaller. Right. It's not so, been easy, you know no. what I mean? But, you know, I mean, like, there's always ways to get information. You know, yeah, yeah, it's ways. it's out there. You can find it. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I mean, but when you look at, um, when you look at a course in wake of this decision, you know what I mean? Like, if, if they do allow it, which pretty much a lot of people are expecting it w- will happen. Oh, man. Where's the lumber? I'm knocking on wood. Oh, me too. Me <laughs> knocking too. knocking on wood. Most likely, it's going to probably start at the Labor Day. You know what I mean? Well, it ha- yeah, because you have to get the prep in. I, I think soccer, those, I guys, think start right those away. guys are ready. They're already scrimmaging. Um, they're already, you know, out there doing the thing. So it's just a matter of throw the jerseys on. Right. Soccer can be played immediately. Let's now, get, like, football, let's get some going. football is going to have to wait. I think volleyball you can play immediately, and also swim and dive you can play immediately. 
Yeah, that's pretty easy. These I mean, guys are noticed, training and they're ready to go. I noticed like um, a couple of teams. I know Oxford went up to Traverse City West to play a game. Um, of course, Traverse City West. Of course, Soccer? Yeah. Of course, um, Traverse City West, of course, um, in Region 6 and 8, of course. Um, you know, so Oxford went up there, played, played them at Traverse City. Didn't know that. Yeah, they played them early. So, them. Uh, so that falls into the rule of you can host teams. You can host teams in Region 6 and 8, which includes Traverse City and Alpena okay. and the Upper Peninsula. You just can't in the rest of the regions. All right. So they were able to host somebody from down here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know- I'm curious to see what the protocol was. Like, uh, everybody's got to get a test before they leave or everything's cool. You go play. I don't know what the protocol is, but because I like the idea of them traveling, I think it's cool. Yeah, they got I mean, to play, like, yeah, but... I mean, like, but because teams right now, from I would say M seventy two North, <laughs> gotta get my Atlas can out. play. You know what I mean? Okay. Are playing now? Teams south of there are not playing. So when you look at, um, so when you look at, um, I mean, they can host yeah, north yeah. of M seventy two. Like, if you're south of M72, you can't. Okay. So, to me, that is like a, um, I know it's hard. If you want to know where M72 is, it's up in northern lower Michigan. Um, so, when I look at, of course, them playing, yeah, it makes a lot. I mean, like, you know what I mean? It, it, they're right now, the northern part, the UP area, and the, um, and the um, little bit the of the tip of the mitt. Tip of the mitt, you know, they're playing right now. You know, they're right now normal. You know, if we can get the rest of the state to play, you know, the rest of the state to play. And I think, you know, and I want to get your thoughts on on the protests of Lansing. What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, I, I was I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I mean, but that's the, the whole point of our society. Right. And not to get too deep, but you are to you are allowed to protest your government. You are to, able to petition your government and true. protest is a port, part of that. that is you true. have free speech. And you can get up there. We saw it earlier with. Um, um, there were numerous kids there. There were, there were a lot of uh, protests going on through this whole shutdown situation, mm-hmm. right before things opened up. Um, and you know, I I'm not surprised it happened. And it's it. I'm not. I'll play the other side of the coin. Some people are saying, well, you know, it's it's more important that kids are going to school and should be in school as opposed to playing sports, and you know. You hear that side of thing go, what are you making a big stink about it? But you heard uh, from Coach today, Coach Shields, about the importance of that family in the football, right? Mm-hmm. It is it is, it is, is caring about your community. It, is, and it wasn't it, just right? football players over there. There were cheerleaders. Oh, there yeah, were, yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm just using an example mm-hmm. saying, you know, just from what Coach was saying in the earlier, the, in the first segment, that, you know, idle hands and keep the guys busy, keep their mind going, some sort of normalcy. It's a mental mindset. Yes, and it goes back to the whole mental, mental aspect, aspect of, yeah. you know, the concern for these kids. Mm-hmm. And so having, you know, protest, hey, I'm all for it, go do it, it's your right. Um, does it offer any change? I don't know. I, and I know the MHSAA is, I'm sure, behind the scenes going, please, this is the hang-up. Yeah. And – you know, that does, that's kind of a political football in a way. They toss it back to the governor. We're waiting for a decision because of the executive order that is 160. That I is know. holding everything up. So I, I, I have no problem with the protests. Um, I, don't, I, kn- I, I know there were, I being know, passionate about something is not yeah, a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, like, and I know when I looked at the protests, there were a lot of 
a lot of teams throughout the state that were there. Um, I know Oxford was there. I mean, like, I know Oxford was there um, at that protest. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I know Lapeer was there. Um, I know that a lot of teams in the, throughout the state, even there was a couple, te- couple um, kids from the UP who were, that came down wow. for this protest. I mean, like, it tells you something that, you know, football, you know, sports is basically, it's a, it's, it's a way of life in this state. <laughs> you know, it's a way of life. Well, it is, and not just in this state, but across the country. Yes. I mean, you know, there's uh, so many people participate in it, and you go from entertainment value to um, character building to, you know, like we said, there's a lot Bonding of kids. with friends, making new friends. Uh, new friends, you know, uh, maturing uh, responsibility in the hands of youth to be, you know, to grow into young adults and yeah. make, pro- you know, your responsibilities and do your best and work hard, understanding all those things. Uh, you learn that from sports and athletics and competition. I agree. You learn to win. You learn to lose. You mm-hmm. learn to compromise, right? You learn mm-hmm. to work with others. You learn to work uh, with others, yes. Right? If you can't work with others, you're going to have a hard time in life. Mm-hmm. But that's the beauty of sport, right? Yes, it that, is. That helps teach uh, youth those lessons at a young age and develop them into you know, productive citizens uh, out in the world. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, you know and I think, um, and I hope, the governor sees that. I know well, she's a sports I, nut. She, I know, and right. I know she sees it. But again, we go to be clear. We need some direction. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Make a decision. Make a decision. I, I, this punting thing is just driving me up the wall. Uh, hey, <laughs> I can't tell crazy. you. I cannot tell you how. It's driving me crazy. You know, and on so many levels beyond just sports. It's, it's like crazy. You know what I mean? It's just. I mean, I've 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 seen. <laughs> there these, is no roadmap, you know, though, Sammy. I, there is no handbook on how no to handle this. There's no handbook on this. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm going like, are you kidding me? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, when you think when you think that you have a decision that's made, and then I say, like, okay, let's go, let's go, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when you watch something, you're going like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, go like, come on. You know what I mean? It's so <laughs> frustrating. You know what I mean? I, I mean, and, and just imagine if you're in the mind of a of a student athlete, especially if you're a senior, seeing like what? that hurts even more. Yes. And I'm trying to uh, be positive, right, um, about this whole situation. And you're, I'm thinking that, let, let's say competition is down, but practicing can still take place. Practice. And that's that's huge. still a good thing. That's still a good thing when you get the kids out of the house, and you know, because they're going to be cooped up in their home all day doing, you know, virtual online learning. In some instances, some schools are open; they're in, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's a lot that aren't. Right. And so, to get those kids out of that school or out of that that cube of a home, and uh, you know, in these little meetings uh, virtually, mm-hmm. and to interact with their friends and. Uh, socializing and run around, get some sunshine. You know that's that is huge. You can't underestimate the the importance of that. You on can't the, underestimate on the, young the, mind, meta, meta, the mental component of it. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, like you know, when yeah. you look at a course, we agree sports does bring that. Oh yeah, it brings that. But let's say if if the governor does give the go ahead, do you see the possibility of bands possibly being there? Because because. When I look at it, I don't know if I see fans, you know, being oh, there for the. Oh yeah, for the we, short we haven't term. talked about that. We haven't talked about that. So here's, mm-hmm. I could see. Well, I don't know. I, 
I would, I would say, see, it's still a crowd. You still got to get in. You're still mingling and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, but you can have a protest. And this goes the whole, the argument of, Hey, I can protest, but I can't sit in a stadium six feet apart from somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, we saw in, um, I know in Alabama with their athletic director threatened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I saw that too. And I thought that was interesting. He stopped the game and said, listen, if you're not going to sit on the X's we put, we're, we're going to send you all home. And the kids are going to, right? I mean, they he threatened to shut down the game because people are all crammed in the stands. Mm-hmm. He says, please, just, it's easy. We got enough space spread out. Yeah. And, um, you know, that is a conscious, a, that's a good administrator right there to trying to keep people safe. Mm-hmm. And for us, I don't know. I could see them saying you get to play games, um, but it's, I don't even know if you get, get immediate family there or if it's if it's just the athletes. I do remember something during basketball. I still don't know if cross-country next week or the ninth, which is going to take place, if parents can attend. I still don't know that. I remember during basketball, during the district, before they closed everything down, that they were going to allow um, parents, intermediate family only. Media, yeah. Media. Mom, dad, or guardian. Media, support staff. you know, and the players. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I could see that possibly happening, you know, with the indoor sports, with volleyball, basketball. You know what I mean? You know, especially when those sports come around, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know, to be honest with you, and I know there's going to be some criticism here. I don't know if I can see wrestling or cheer right now because oh. there are high-risk sports in the indoors in the winter. Yes. Hmm? I'm going to stick to the fall first, man. The winter is a whole nother beast. It's a whole other thing, but you're right. Um, I don't see why. Now, soccer is a little tough because unless they play it on the big field, let's say here in Lake Orion, they get the there's soccer two field. Fields. Yeah, there's two fields. It's adjacent. So they usually play on the dedicated soccer field, which mm-hmm. is under renovation. But the seating is limited. It is right. very limited. So do you move it to the big field, even, you know, and so you can spread people out and you can have more people attend? Um, I don't know if that would be the case, or they just say – no spectators, and we're going to go put cameras up, and we're going to live stream it, and that's what you get. So I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, either way, here in Lake Orion, at least we're prepared to get those signals out, or at least the game's covered and, mm-hmm. and can be viewed why, by and family members. And that's why it's very vital. You know what I mean? Media, oh, yeah. very, very vital. Absolutely. I mean, because, you know, like, because that could be a very good – that could be a possibility. You know, yep. let's say – if the governor does get the okay, you know what I mean, and basically, okay, you're gonna you're gonna play, but there's gonna be no spectators. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, except you know support staff. Um, yeah. You know, you know, so that's gonna be whatever it takes to get the whatever game it takes on. to get the game yeah. on. You know, it's gonna have to happen. Yeah. Um. So um, I know I can see your face. <laughs> I'm just ready for an answer, man. Uh, my we head, are. My head's going to explode. You know? We are. I'll tell you that <laughs> much right oy, now. Oy, oy. Oy, 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 I, I know, know, man. Yep, so but Labor anyway. Day coming up this weekend. Yeah, um, it's exciting. Be heading up north later hey, today. Hey, be safe on your travels there, Sam. You too. Um, stay strong, Ian, of course. Um, Absolutely. Keep me updated on that situation. <laughs> I'll I, try to fire off a text when I hear. Yeah, if... um. If um, we hear anything, I will try to do my best and send, like, maybe, like, a little, because I know on our phones we have a little video um, thing. Yep. You know, I'll probably send that out on Twitter. So, okay. <laughs> um, Sammy T here. I'm going to sign off here. Um, 
Happy Labor Day, everybody. Um, we'll see you all next week, everybody. Okay, take care, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Have fun. Be safe. Boy, now is produced by Sammy Terramuni, and the views are and <laughs> the views on the show are his and mine now. I guess. <laughs> I finally can get in. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week on OA Now. See ya.